Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. So you are all aware we will be rolling on what should be the story of the day. That is the IRS whistleblowers publicly testifying about the uh, sham investigation of Hunter Biden relating to all of his tax crimes. The reports are that not only was Hunter Biden not prosecuted to the full extent of the law or even close to it, that there were actually tips that went out about the process underway of the investigation to let Hunter Biden try to avoid any consequences for his behavior and or remove any evidence that might have further uh, solidified his criminal behavior. So that is going on as we speak. We will certainly be following that, discussing the ramifications of that testimony. And, Buck, I, I think this is important because putting the whistleblowers out in public and allowing everybody to see and hear them and allow them to be questioned and tell their story it gets, it's quite a bit more substantial than the reports of behind-closed-doors testimony, which have so far been shared. It becomes more difficult to disparage. And it's also really funny because every time a whistleblower came forward in any way relating to the Trump administration, they were heralded as heroes on the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post for daring to speak out uh, at great peril to themselves against the evil Donald Trump administration. Now that that precedent has been set, it will be interesting to see how the Washington Post and the New York Times cover uh, both of these individuals going fully public with their allegations of a rig job associated with the investigation. And significantly, for those of you out there who are saying, okay, where does this go? Because I do think it's a good question. There is expected to be testimony today 
that these IRS agents and the investigation itself was not allowed to pursue any connection to Joe Biden himself. So Democrats have tried to uh, to build a Chinese wall, so to speak, between Hunter and Joe Biden and argue, oh, Hunter Biden, well, he was a drug addict, but he's just the president's son. There was never any criminal culpability or connection between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I think that is, in many ways, certainly a falsehood based on the evidence out there. But when this story is shared uh, from both these men, I think it's going to be harder to argue that Joe Biden has not been involved in the activities of the Biden crime family. So that is underway as we speak. I just wish these hearings were in prime time is the only thing that I that I wish I could change on it. I think that also part of this is that as the uh, we get more information about it, it's worth reminding everyone that I don't think a single Democrat will change their minds based on whatever level of corruption Joe Biden is even uh, found to be involved in here with Hunter. That this is effectively now just considered part of the deal, and you got to just go along with it. It's pretty discouraging for the country, but I do I do think that is where we are. Meaning, there's nothing that's going to come out of this. They're saying I just I'm watching this in the background uh, as the hearing is live. They've got thousands of pages of bank records. Even if they find that there's 10 percent for the big guy, they'll say, well, he didn't know it's not illegal, and Joe Biden is you know still our choice. That's that's where they are at least right now. And and that's why the challenge as we move towards 2024, to be fair on both sides, is what actually moves people who are persuadable? Because uh, I think you probably agree with me, Buck. There's probably 45% that are going to vote Democrat. There's 45% who are going to vote Republican. Certainly turnout and motivation and all of those things are factors here, too, but at best, there's 10% of people who are persuadable and could be uh, convinced to vote Republican or Democrat. What actually makes those people move? And does anything that happens in 2023, whether it's a Trump indictment or further more solid evidence of the Biden crime family, do either of those stories move in any way those independent voters in either direction? And the bigger question is, will any of it still matter in November and October when the ballots are actually being cast and the 2024 presidential election is officially underway. Those questions we don't know. Uh, but we do know that there is a total double standard on what you're allowed to say in media if you are a liberal, if you are a left-winger, and if you are considered to be a Trump supporter. Jason Aldean, I think unabashedly to his credit, has said he is a Trump supporter. He has been to Mar-a-Lago several times. I don't think it's a coincidence that he's getting attacked. He is a country music superstar, and he has a song out along with a video. Uh, the video was filmed just down the road from where I live in Columbia, Tennessee, uh, outside of their uh, of their courthouse, and it is an anthem uh, in, in against the idea of riots, violent crime, I want to play it for you because I think a lot of you are going to hear this and you're going to say, how in the world is this remotely considered controversial? And as we prepare to play those lyrics, CMT, Country Music Television, which is based in in Nashville, Tennessee, my hometown, they have pulled this video off the air because they have decided it is too inflammatory and too controversial. Listen. Tough. We'll try that in 
there you can get a pretty good sense of what that song sounds like it's a catchy tune can i just say (laughs) i mean jason aldean has got a new fan it's catchy catchy tune there i like it so this song now is skyrocketing up the charts uh i sound like casey Kasem there and uh rest in peace clay is saying it's going to number one i i do think it's i i do think it's i think it is number one actually i think it is number one right now and so to me, this is interesting, Buck, because what I would say, and, and I argue this a lot in, in my book, and I, and I talked about this last night with Jesse Waters on Fox News, Taylor Swift, Buck, I am a fan of Taylor Swift's music. I think she is, and people out there, I, I understand. Eating avocado toast, it, liking I, Taylor Swift, I know. Clay Travis, everybody. Don't let the SEC football bio. be the only thing here. Yeah, uh, I like Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift is talented. I think her music is often very catchy. I have been to a Taylor Swift concert with my wife before. Taylor Swift lives in Nashville, my hometown. She's super lib. She's endorsed left-wing uh, politicians in the, in the state of Tennessee, who, by the way, get trounced, thankfully. Uh, she has already voted for the new mayor in Nashville. Uh, I live just south of town, so I'm not voting for mayor, but I feel quite confident that she and I would not be supporting the same candidates. But I don't think that anything that Taylor Swift says should be canceled in a song. And I'll go beyond country music, right? You can say Taylor Swift is more pop than country, fine. Every rapper. Rappers, if you go look, it wasn't very long ago that WAP, which uh, stands for wet ass, we can't say that word on on the radio, the lyrics are unbelievably ridiculous, okay? It, it, it and, is the most vulgar song any of us have ever heard in our entire lives, without question. The single most vulgar song, yeah. I would defend that song being able to exist because I don't want people out there in uh, in positions of authority telling me, you can't listen to that, you can't read yeah. that as an adult, right? I, I, I am There was a, a very popular rap, rap song where they were saying, uh, hug the police, but they weren't saying hug. Yes. Yes. And and so, look, I, I understand people can choose not to support that kind of music and think that it is bad for the country. I don't think the government should be in the business of taking away people's ability to choose what they want to listen to. And I don't think that CMT or BET or MTV or whoever these different entities yeah. are the, the, should the, be canceling songs. I think the censorship part of it is a little bit less of the, the thing, though, as the... They're calling it racist, Clay. What is racist about this song? He's talking, there's, they're using news footage of, you know, buildings that are burning or whatever. The accusation here is that there's something uh, that is racially insensitive about it. Here you go. CBS News writes, another person, they don't tell who it is, described it as a modern lynching 
Yeah, song. I know. Okay, I know. that is the quote from CBS News that they decided to share about this. You sit there, you go, he's just saying, don't you know, don't attack old ladies, don't burn down buildings. There's nothing about race in the song. There is, there's no clear depiction of anyone, you know, specifically of any race in any of the footage, at least that I saw. I watched the music video last night. A lot of the people have, you know, hoods up or masks on, but you can't tell, um, you know, who they are, uh, you know, racially speaking. And yet they're saying it's racist. Yeah. And you sit here and you say, wait a second. Why is the assumption from the, the left, let's be honest, from Democrats, that this is somehow a racist song when it's just saying don't burn down things, don't attack people, don't destroy. There's something very unsettling about their assumptions here. Here's the opening, by the way, of the song. We didn't play this exactly, but this is the first verse, and I'm reading this. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store, you think it's cool, well, act a fool if you like, Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag, and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Try that in a small town. See how, see how far you make it down the road. Round here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. So that's literally the opening of the song. Um, and There's no mention of race of any kind in any of that whatsoever. There's no mention right. of and, and and actually, it's racist to impute race, right? Because then you're imputing exactly. poor behavior to minorities and saying that that is what is being uh, implied here. Look, I, I think this is a... I am not an expert on, on country music. I'm not an expert on any kind of music. But I do know that a very much of a staple of country music is the idea of embracing and embodying small-town values. And the idea that you are going to be better protected in a small town than you are in a big city is certainly emblematic of the culture that is regularly embraced in country music. I don't even see anything remotely controversial about this. I, I think this is evidence, though. To me, Buck, it stands out. Yes, the racism and everything else, but uh, allegations. How is it that you can come after this song, Right. But How is, it's, it's not because of the violence. It's because of the racial angle that the media is creating behind it. it. That's why. It's not. It's not. You know, if this was like, yeah, like the military goes and kicks ass overseas and shoots all the bad guys. I mean, depending. But these days, the enemy is Russia, so it's not. You know, it's not a race thing. It's because of the racial angle that country music television has pulled this down. And and there is no. They are creating a race angle where one does not exist based on the actual song, the actual artwork in question here. But that's why. That's why How they're about so the sensitive. How cowardice at CMT? For a Nashville-based country music channel to decide that this is too controversial to air on their network is, to me, Buck, emblematic of the absolute lack of testicular fortitude in leadership. I don't know if it's a guy or girl in charge of CMT. You're total wimps. And you are lighting your brand on fire by deciding to ban this video. And by the way, I think it's incredible advertising for Jason Aldean. I I, I don't know I that mean, there's play, anything I'm, better for a musician than to try to be censored. I think you know I'm I'm eating my In and Out burger, listening to Jason Aldean over the radio, and driving on my way to go see the Sound of Freedom. You know, yeah, good things happening these days. I I just I I, I can't believe. That and, and by the way, artist, 
you know, Cheryl Crow came out and said, "Oh, this is totally unacceptable." Like all these different art, I understand, she, but she she it, should she should focus on writing you know the first song she's written in twenty years. Okay, that give, she give was talented twenty five years ago. There's no doubt, but the fact that you would be an artist in favor of censoring other artists is one of the most indefensible, in my opinion, so far stories of the 21st century is the number of comedians or the number of musicians or the number of writers who come out and say that person shouldn't be allowed to say this. Yeah, but but again, there, the, a, a big part of this, I, we mentioned the, the, the imputed or uh, you know implied here racial angle that the left is seeing, um, but also I, I believe there's been criticism of Jason Aldean because he wasn't supportive of BLM, and so that also... Well, you know, he's, a, being, he's an outspoken Trump supporter. That's a right. huge part of this, too. Right. Ex- well, exactly. But that's what yeah. I mean. But what this what this is a reminder for everybody is the Democrats think the BLM riots of 2020 were fine. Yes, they were fine. They were I mean, not just fine. They were they were social justice protests. It was a good. Yes. Thing. So if you lived in a neighborhood where you were terrified because lunatics were, happened in my neighborhood. So I speak of what I know um, wasn't terrified, but nonetheless, you know, it was annoying. Um then you understand the Democrats think that everything that happened there was just fine. It was all about social justice. All right, we'll get we'll get into more of this in a moment here. Um, but you know, there's a new book out by our friend Dutch Mendenhall. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, one of our proud sponsors here on the show. The book Money Shackles details the financial hamstrings that Americans have fought with for so many years. Go to school, get in debt. Buy a car, get in debt. He believes those are the wrong thoughts and teachings. In his book, he'll give you his strategies on how to use debt to your advantage and tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. He'll share how he built a multi-million dollar real estate investment empire in only three years. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history. He sees the future of alternative investments beyond Wall Street. It's now no longer just available to the super rich. The old American dream is dying fast. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D, therad.com. Don't miss a day of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I'm shocked that Hunter Biden was even charged with these crimes. If you look at the history of civil and criminal enforcement of tax issues and just look at Roger Stone's case, uh, he he effectively did the same thing as Hunter Biden and he simply paid a fine. So the fact that he's even taking a plea deal, in my mind, demonstrates a two-tiered system of justice against Hunter Biden, not at all in favor of Donald Trump or the Republicans. That's Representative Goldman, Democrat from New York, who it's not enough to tell you things that aren't true. They have to go in the the exact opposite direction, the furthest possible realm from the truth. Clay, there is a double standard, but the double standard of justice is uh, justice we see with Hunter Biden is that they were too harsh on him. He's not even getting charged with a felony. When I hear clips like this, I wonder how much of this is true performance art he can't possibly believe this right especially with all of the evidence out there that hunter biden has been giving a sweetheart deal to argue that hunter biden only is being charged with a crime because of unfairness is next level duplicitous absolutely the case my friend so oh boy um Do you blindly take vitamins and supplements because that's supposed to be the healthy thing to do? Do you even know what's in them? A lot of people don't, which is why we recommend Chalk, a Texas-based company that's focused on delivering what you need without all the filler. Chalk uses natural ingredients to formulate their products. They're lab-tested twice to ensure purity and potency. They also offer a variety of options depending on what you're looking for for a daily supplement regimen. One bundle we recommend is Chalk's male and female vitality stacks. For you men listening, their male vitality stack provides your body with the ingredients that give you energy, stamina, and focus. For the ladies listening, Chalk's female vitality stack helps improve overall hormone health. Chalk sells their products directly. They want to build that relationship over time by getting you great results. Go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Right now, you'll get 35% off any Chalk subscription when you use my name, Buck, in the purchase process. That's Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use Buck, B-U-C-K, for 35% off. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. So, some shoes dropping here. Uh, We were discussing with Jim Jordan in the first hour of the show about the IRS whistleblower, the second one 
uh, coming forward and explaining that Hunter Biden has received preferential treatment. And one of the things we were discussing with Jim Jordan was how will the quote-unquote legacy media, the people out there who've been trying to tell you there's nothing to the Hunter Biden story, cover it going forward. And Buck, this just popped one minute ago. CBS News exclusive. Hunter Biden IRS whistleblower Joseph Ziegler, who has now allowed his name to be public for the first time, tells CBS anytime IRS investigators, we're going to play this audio for you later in the show, uh, tells CBS anytime IRS investigators potentially wanted to ask questions related to President Biden, they were told, quote, that's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. Also, further part of this interview, uh, Ziegler tells CBS that he is a lifelong Democrat, said he did not vote for president in the 2020 election while working on the Hunter Biden investigation because he felt doing so would be irresponsible and show potential bias. This guy, Buck, again, lifelong Democrat, outing in many ways the fix that was in for Hunter Biden, this may, and again, CBS News just now publishing this on their social media feeds as he is testifying, this one may be hard for Democrats to explain away. Because a lot of times they say, well, that's a longtime Trump supporter. This is a Democrat. He's also a gay Democrat who is coming out and basically throwing Hunter Biden and Joe Biden under the bus. Can I can I just give a a slightly more cynical perspective, Clay? You you definitely uh yeah. I, I try to be the ray of sunshine I know. here. <laughs> Clay's like you the system are, is not dead. There's still faith I in the still system. have I still have a little bit of hope. Yeah. And then you are the the rain cloud that comes yes. up. But yes, I do think that certainly that there is a justification to dampen my optimism here that I well, just well, shared. But here's, so share, here's yes, the, here's the challenge. Here's the problem. Um, it it reminds me very much of uh, Benghazi, uh, the hearings. I mean, where we heard a lot. It was really damning, and at the end of it, nothing. They've already gotten past the plea deal phase of this. Notice how this is all coming out. Now, they I know have the judge. Not te- yes, yes, technically okay. has not been signed off on yet. Okay, all right. See, see, there. So there's the, a little the bit of optimism. Sunshine, I'm trying, I'm trying to part the clouds. Yeah. Trying to part the clouds. July 26th, I believe, the judge has to sign off or not sign off on this. Uh I, I just think that all of this, it's none of this is a, none of this is a surprise, right? This is what my expectation. I think most of the people listening, uh, this is what our expectations were all along for. What was really going on here with the investigation of Hunter Biden's tax? Remember, it's not to say it's tax crimes is even, I think, underselling it. Hunter Biden was selling access to his dad to communist China to obviously influence U.S. foreign policy and stashing the cash from this because it was looking so it would look so bad for the Biden brand which is what he was monetizing i mean this this is even more brazen in many ways than the clinton global cash guzzling and uh influence peddling machinery and and that's the part of this that i think they you know we we have to remember we have to focus on here it's 
who he was selling the influence to, and then also, Clay, in the back of my mind, um, not even that far back, I mean, as we're talking about all this, the whole premise of the multiple prosecutions of Donald Trump right now that the Democrats offer up is nobody is above the law. Correct. And every time the Democrats say this, there is an asterisk at the end with except the Bidens because they are above the law. So while they're telling us that no one's above the law, let's prosecute the chief right now leading Republican presidential nominee and a former president, which is a big deal. You do offer for the for the cohesiveness of the nation. You know, there is a slightly different treatment. Let's just be honest about a former president. You know, when when when, they, when uh, Nixon was pardoned by Ford, everybody was kind of like, well, maybe not everybody. Most people were like, yeah, we don't lock the guy up. Um, while they are telling you Trump is not above the law, they are showing you that the Bidens are above the law. It is a crystallizing distillation of two tiers of justice that are occurring today as Trump prepares to be charged for January 6th related offenses. And simultaneously, we are being told that Hunter Biden was protected in every direction from the consequences of his criminal behavior based on his connection to his father. And I think what's significant, we have this audio clip from CBS, I believe, that has been uploaded. Uh, This is where I think things become a little bit more challenging for Democrats, Buck, because they've tried to build this, this huge Chinese wall between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and argue that there's no connection whatsoever between Hunter Biden's uh, actions and Joe Biden. And actually, this IRS whistleblower who is speaking out today, Ziegler, said in his sit-down CBS interview, which just dropped on social media a couple of minutes ago, they weren't allowed to consider whether Joe Biden was involved in these crimes at all. Listen to what he told CBS. Did you uncover evidence that President Biden financially benefited from his son's deals? I don't feel comfortable answering that question. Why is that? Anytime we potentially wanted to go down the road of asking questions related to the president, it was, that's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. And I mean, it created it created an environment that was very hard to deal with. It's a politically sensitive case. Wouldn't it require additional approvals? Yes, I do understand that that aspect, but it would be like, well, let's think about it. Let's put that on the back burner. The old Potomac two-step, my man, the bureaucratic slow roll, exactly as we've been saying it was probably happening. Now you're hearing from the guy who was in the middle of it. It's exactly what was happening. What does this remind everybody of? Oh, we, you know, we, we were going slow with it and everything else. How people ask me, Buck, how could they not find out? I actually went over this, uh, over the weekend with some friends of mine. They asked me this. Um, they said, you know, how can they not find Hunter's cocaine? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? How can they not? It's the easiest thing in the world. Secret service sits around and goes, Oh, we just got a call from the supervisor. He says, we've got to pull together a committee meeting about this. And then we're going to have another meeting next week about how we got to look over the committee meeting from the first week. And we don't want to impugn anybody by going too fast on the suspects here and <gasps> nothing. Never underestimate the ability of a bureaucracy to do nothing. It is what they do all the time if they can get away with it. Especially when it involves a powerful person. Of course. And and that's where the fix is in here to such a degree. And look, I I don't think it's ideal if we were, if the Department of Justice, and this is what I thought, this is what I thought would happen. And maybe there's still a possibility of it happening if that judge rejects the plea agreement on July 26th. But you got this. I said, 
I had some faith in the system. I thought that they would have to charge Hunter, and they would then make the argument no one is above the law to allow them to be able to justify charging Trump, too. Because and, my and theory I, and I is... I told Clay to get off my lawn. There's no way they're going to charge Hunter. No way. And the reality here is that they don't even care about even giving a fig leaf of objectivity and impartiality right now yep. as it pertains to this Department of Justice, can I, can I ask which you is why I'm, it's I'm so curious, scary. I'm curious, well, you know, and we could even, we could hold this to the break. You can answer this on the, on the flip side. If they reject the plea, if the judge rejects the yeah. plea, does that change the calculus in your mind of whether Biden can continue to be the nominee or do they just run the, it's his son, he's dealing with addiction, it's not his fault playbook? You want to answer when we come back? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that on the flip side because the July 26th date at which the judge has to sign off on this is massively important, I think, to how this story goes going forward. And I think, frankly, this judge clearly has to reject this plea agreement. I don't I don't think it's a difficult call at all, purely from a legal basis. Small business owners have benefited from a little-known plan the IRS is operating called the Employee Retention Credit. That's the ERC. Innovation Refunds has helped thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. If you own a business with more than four employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Different industries, different deductions in their ERC claims. Innovation Refunds dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys, experienced in understanding ways that different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions, as a result of COVID. Innovation Refunds teaming up with cable TV's John Taffer, the host of Bar Rescue. Together, they're going to help restaurant and bar owners find out if they are eligible for the ERC tax credit. Go to innovationrefunds.com to see if you qualify. No upfront cost, and they don't get paid unless you get paid. Call them toll-free. 1-843-REFUNDS. That number again 1843 refunds and their website one more time innovationrefunds.com that's innovationrefunds.com heard it on the show hear more on the podcast clay and buck podcast deep dives more content more common sense find the guys on the iheart app or wherever you get your podcasts why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, currently testifying on Capitol Hill, saying that uh, prosecutors were asked not to involve Joe Biden, that warrants were delayed until after the election. So, in essence you can see that the law is bent to the benefit of the Biden family and weaponized at the expense of Trump and his family and his uh, political future. And I think that's one of the reasons that this is really uh, so clearly upsetting people. I mean, Clay, they can say whatever they want about some of these things that they're bringing as charges uh, against Trump. Um No serious person, for example, will argue that what's going on in New York is anything other than a political sham. Uh, The things that Hunter Biden did are straight up black letter of the law, as obvious a crime. It's a go or no go, right? He did or did not do these things. And the idea that he in any way got anything other than special treatment is, is laughable. But that's what the system has to tell itself in order to pretend like we still have a justice system worthy of the name this is why buck you asked as we went to break if this judge in delaware mary ellen norieka and i may be mispronouncing that last name n-o-r-e-i-k-i-k-a is how norieka maybe is how you spell it she's a trump appointee if there is evidence that this plea agreement was entered into in a manner that is suspect in a manner that potentially violates the law 
then she cannot, as a matter of the law, leave aside all the politics and who's involved, she can't accept the plea agreement. In other words, if there was a fix in, if this is a sweetheart deal that is designed to avoid justice, she is obligated not to accept this plea agreement. I think what would happen, Buck, is if she has the testicular fortitude, the willingness, the spine to stand up against this plea agreement and reject it, I think it would be almost impossible for there not to be a special counsel appointed. Now, the challenge that then arises is that special counsel tries to run out the clock again, right? Because the goal here is not to pursue justice, it's to protect Hunter Biden. So the challenge that you have, so long as Merrick Garland is the attorney general and Joe Biden is the president, is it's almost impossible to have actual justice brought to bear here. And this is one of those interesting questions, Buck. If Trump were president, what would have happened to Hunter Biden? I think he would have been charged with crimes soon after Trump was re-inaugurated in 2021. I, I have to also remind myself that they impeached Trump for inquiring about the obvious crimes of Hunter Biden when speaking Correct. to Zelensky. And now they can say, oh, they don't like that. Oh, they cannot like that as much as they want. There's no constitutional or legal uh, prohibition on speaking to a foreign counterpart and saying, uh, hey, the crimes that that guy's doing, what's going on with that? He was doing crimes. They were not manufacturing them. So... It's In fact, truth. you would actually argue that that's what you would want to occur. You would want for criminal behavior of politically connected assets like Hunter Biden to be uh, called out. Because remember, Buck, you know who's not complaining about the money that they gave Hunter Biden? China. You know who's not complaining about the money that they gave Hunter Biden? Ukraine. They feel like they got a good buy. And think about it. If we could, if you told me right now, Buck, you were in the CIA. If I said to you, hey, Chairman Z over in China, he's got a crackhead of a son. If we give him a few million dollars and a shiny diamond, he's going to let us know everything that's going on inside of the inner circles of the Chinese government. Wouldn't that be an incredible asset for the CIA to have? So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would be that's a, like a career making opportunity yes. for Chinese intelligence officer. Um, I think it's also worth worth reminding everybody as you look at this. We have video of this. I mean, this is beyond any dispute. These are the facts of the case that Hunter Biden was getting eighty thousand dollars a month, something like that from Burisma. And there's video of Joe Biden when he is the vice president. And while his son is getting this money, bragging about how he fired, personally demanded the firing of a corruption prosecutor in Ukraine. Think about how many times had Vice President Biden ever said to any foreign country, we're going to cut a billion dollars of aid unless you fire this guy that I don't like. Now, that prosecutor was looking at Burisma. So you want to talk about what a, among other things, you want to talk about a great usage of funds? Oh, they got a great deal with the Bidens. 
Joe Biden doesn't know what time it is at any given moment, what month it is at any given moment. But just a few years ago, he was so involved in the anti-corruption efforts in Ukraine that he was demanding prosecutors be fired by name and wielding billions of dollars of federal aid in that process. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. They can't explain this away. We all know what was going on here. And simultaneously, while trying to explain that away, Joe Biden is trying to put the president of the United States, his chief political rival, former president Donald Trump, in prison for the rest of his life over a dispute about where paper should be stored and how they should be stored. Because that's what's going on in South Florida. It's entirely a dispute about where paper should be stored, and that's it. Because there's no allegation, Buck, at all, that somehow these papers were in the possession of some foreign adversary and were becoming valuable as a result of that. They are process and document handling crime. If you had to discuss with the Mar-a-Lago thing, what exactly is the harm that is done? It's that Trump wasn't moving fast enough or wasn't being forthright enough with the government over the paper. That's what it was. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 